is up, people? It is your girl, Maisha. Welcome back to the Me All Mind podcast. I know I'm not sounding all gloomy and happy. I kind of just woke up from a nap, and um, I've just been dealing with a lot of sickness, so if you kind of hear my voice go, you know, sounding like a horse or making that, like, cracking sound, just know that I literally just got my voice back, like, a day ago, two days ago, max. I was dealing with a lot of allergies because I, like to sit outside in my car and eat lunch. Don't ask me why, it's just somewhere that I feel comfortable. Plus it's nice outside. And I'm like really allergic to like seasonal things like cutting grass and pollen. But I'm like really allergic to that. Like not just slightly, but like really, really allergic to it. And I decided to sit outside of my car and eat lunch. And they were cutting grass at work and it was just a whole bunch of grass, grass things everywhere. and. I'm just sitting outside inhaling all this, all these damn fumes, and y'all, I kid you not, like 10 minutes later, my nose was sniffling, my eyes, my throat started to get real dry, the next day my throat was hurting so bad, like, it was giving this, like, really, really dry feeling, and then I woke up the next day, I drove home, um, back to Atlantic City to go visit my family, and I completely lost my voice for the whole time I was there, and it was annoying, because, like, I don't know if anybody has ever dealt with like completely losing their voice, but it's not fun because you just, I feel like I be having so much to get out, but I be having a strain and my voice hurts, like my throat hurts to just talk. But yeah, I've been dealing with that lately. Sorry, I just want to rant. But yeah, so if y'all hear that cracking or, you know, just notice I don't sound like myself kind of, that's really why. But I just want to say welcome back, guys. I told y'all that I would be coming on here every other week since life has just been throwing things at me nonstop okay just throwing and I am trying to stay consistent with the every other week thing so I will be trying to record videos prior to just because I want to make sure that my podcast is being fulfilled every week or every other week so I just don't leave you guys hanging but I know for a fact that after season two is complete so after I hit episode 15 I will be taking a break from my podcast completely just for a few months because one I'm gonna start my master's program and two I really want to revamp every every season I would say I want to revamp my podcast and just bring better bring more so um I'm definitely going to take a break after 15 episodes of season two and just kind of revamp give you guys a chance to go I don't know re-listen to the old episodes or share my podcast or actually review the podcast since I have been consistently giving content for two episodes since March okay guys we about to be in 2023 so yeah just say that to say be prepared for me to take a break from the podcast for a little bit and for you guys just to you know yeah but um I kind of don't really have a story this week I'm kind of going off script and just speaking from my mind speaking from the heart this week um because I've just been, I don't know, my mind has been so flustered, right? I get in these phases sometimes right now, a minute where I kind of just don't know what to expect. I kind of just don't know where to go. I'm kind of like confused in my mind as to what the future holds for me. And I think so heavy about my future. And I know I'm not the only person who does it, but I think so heavy about my future because it's just like, bro, I got things to do. I have things that I want to achieve in my life. I want to be great I want to be better and I hope that everybody else has this same mindset because it's honestly a great mindset it keeps you moving it keeps you pushing forward to the next adventure that your life holds for you but I know for me I just been so worried and filled with anxiety because 
I always feel like I'm not doing enough, right? I don't know why. I just have to have this feeling of fulfillment inside of me, like the satisfaction feeling, like at work, per se, Friday. Um, Master Sergeant was like, everybody can go home. You know, it was like but it was like time for everybody to leave the office because we usually leave early on Fridays anyway. And I was like still uh, just get some things situated for this event that I'm like, oh, I see. I'm offer, officer in charge for whatever the case is. And like... I don't know, I just had this feeling of, like, I cannot leave until I know that I fulfilled the duties that I've planned for myself for today. I made a list of all the things I need to get done, and I really need to accomplish these things, or I'm not going to be able to go home and feel accomplished for the weekend. I'm not going to feel like I can go home and just relax for the weekend, you know, because I got things to do. And it's funny because another officer in there was like, oh, you know, you could just do it over the weekend. And I was like, I'm not doing nothing over the weekend. I promise you I'm not. Like, my time is my time. And the Army's going to risk. I know that I've signed a contract and the Army, you know, they do what they do. But as of right now, the weekends are mine. And I'm not taking no laptops home. I'm not doing no work. I'm getting shit done throughout the week, so I don't have to worry about doing it. That's my time. I give them my time Monday through Friday, Saturday through Sunday, my time. So I just, I've, I kind of like, I couldn't leave the office until I had this feeling of fulfillment till I was like, bro. I have to finish my work. I told him that I was like, sir, I'm going to let you know. I cannot fin- I cannot leave the office until I feel fulfilled, So I feel like I have satisfied myself and just finished what I need to finish. And he was like, oh, I respect it. Oh, I finished my work. I sent that last email out, and I was out the door. And I had felt fulfilled for the weekend. I had felt like I achieved something. And it also felt good because the captain who I was, like, you know, working with, co-signing with, he definitely like was like great job. I see the effort, and it kind of made me feel good because it was like, damn, I'm actually kind of doing something, even though I'm super stressed. I'm kind of, you know, it's showing, and I like to see. I like to be noticed in a positive manner. I like for people to say, hey, Mills is doing what she needs to do, or Mills is a hard worker. Mills puts in the effort. Mills does this. Mills. I don't know why. I just I love it. It it makes me feel good as a person. It makes me feel like I'm actually doing something because, y'all, I work with people. I've worked with people just in general who just are complete fucking shitbags. Like, just don't want to do nothing. Like, why did you, why are you working if you don't want to do your job? Like, you, nobody forced you to be here. Nobody. And it's annoying that, like, I don't know. I've worked with people who just constantly, constantly, like, just don't have a purpose. Like, what are you here for? Like, I, it just pisses me off. It, it, it irritates a, a certain bone in my body when I'm working with people. And I'm constantly, like, you know, putting things out or trying to, you know, like, be high speed, I would say, and just, you know, do my duties. And then you got a person next to you who's just doing absolutely fucking nothing. Like, why are you here? Why? Why? And I hate that. Wherever I work that, I've seen people like that. And it just, it really irritates me. Like, what the fuck are you genuinely here for? Because I'm not going to work at a job. I know that we need to work to live, obviously. But... The least you could do is go attempt to do something, even if it's little shit, attempt to do something, attempt to to sweep the floor or turn on a, a computer or mop the, I don't fucking know, anything. An attempt to look like you're doing something versus you just literally sitting around doing a whole bunch of nothing. That shit irritates me. But needless to say, y'all, I just always have this desire to want to do something and, like, satisfy myself and, like, just be better, just just accomplish something throughout the day but um lately I just been feeling this like sense of distance between everybody and it's just like I don't know why I just I just been feeling myself distant be distant toward like 
just the world in a way. Like, I don't really want people to see me. I don't really want to see people kind of thing. Like, I would sit in my room all day if I could and just not talk to nobody. Like, my boyfriend, my sister, my nephew, like, those are the only people I talk to throughout the day. But I just been kind of feeling that distance between just the world in a way. And I don't know if it's, like, God. And I, I never want to get too spiritual here because I just don't know what everybody believes are. But, you know, I just never really know if it's, like, God distancing me for the next chapter of my life that he has coming for me or if it's just me literally just becoming kind of you know put putting myself back in that hole where I just I don't want to talk to nobody I don't want nobody to talk to me you know that kind of thing and it also sucks because I'm in a whole new environment right where I'm still adjusting I got here um the end of April and I'm still kind of adjusting to being here um I just made like a few friends but we don't really hang out every day and like we hung out I think once but like we cool on a level where we can hang out outside of the office we just don't right and I never want to be that person to be like let's hang out every other day right because like you just never know I just don't want people to be like oh my gosh you always want to hang out you know like so I kind of like keep my distance and like I offered it this week I offered it in an office this week like hey y'all want to hang out and stuff and it was cool and it was down for it but I also was kind of scared to like be like text them today like hey y'all want to hang out tonight or something because I just I don't know I never want to feel like I'm pressing nobody I never want to feel like I'm like forcing somebody to hang out with me kind of thing right like if we cool and we friends and stuff like that it should be a mutual decision where like you know we all hitting a group chat wanting to hang out and not just you know me offering to hang out but people have lives and I've never I've never fought to anybody for that it's just I don't know I think it's just because I haven't had that consistent communication with people that I feel that distance I would say and like I don't know, I just I want more friends. I think I think that's that's the biggest thing for me is like just human interaction. Like I never want to go out to a bar by myself or, you know, I just I want new friends. I want to make new memories with new people, kind of thing. And I know that stuff kind of takes time, especially in a new environment where you just gotta wait for people to just open up to you. And you know, whoever attracts you, they definitely will. But that's just been something that's just been like eating me up for real because like. I don't know, I just be lonely, I be bored. Um, if I'm not home with my sister or if I'm not with my boyfriend, I really just don't hang out with people that much. Um, but yeah, I went out this, I went, not out, I went home last weekend, y'all, and I got to, my great grandma had like a little family gathering of all my family who live like down in Connecticut, stuff like that, who I've never seen before. Yeah, I've never seen them before. They probably seen me when I was like two, but I've never really had like conversations with them, so it was fun to go home and like see all of them and stuff like that. Only problem was I was losing my voice. So I couldn't really talk as much as I wanted to because of like my voice being gone. But to see my little cousins who grew up massively, to see older, you know, family members who I haven't seen since I was younger or who they haven't seen me since I was younger. Excuse me. It kind of just felt good, you know, just to be around family and stuff like that. Um, it just reminds me that, like, bro, I'm all the way here by myself. Like, I don't have no family around. I can't call nobody and be like, come, come, you know, come get me or something happened to me. Like, my family's hours away. And I don't know. I just think about that every day. But being home was definitely fun. Spending time with my sister, spending time with my big aunt nephew. He's, like, growing massively. Like, to see a baby grow is, like, it's it's like a, a heart-wrenching, like, kind of feeling because, like, babies are so precious. He's so tiny and small. But... Last time I see him, he was three months, and he's six months now. So you could just imagine, like, the difference in size, the difference in, like, just how he's matured. Like, before, he he wasn't able to hold his bottle. Now he's able to hold his bottle like a big boy. Um, 
he like murmurs words now where he's like dad 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 or you know he just he's starting to grow his teeth just things that like I feel like I'm just missing those little things but um I definitely talk to him on FaceTime every day and he definitely definitely be like looking at the camera smiling like he know when I enter the phone that it's his aunt so that makes me happy I've been seeing a lot of people you know with their kids and stuff like that and it just I don't know I just also think about like you know when am I gonna have a child I'm not really sure yet but I definitely can't wait I would say to start my own little family um me Isaiah whenever God says it's our time for us to start our little family and stuff like that can't really imagine what my child will be like because I was reckless as a kid I don't really know what Isaiah was like but I know how he is now and it's given we gonna have us a problem on our hands because yeah (laughs) it's like that but um next thing that has been pondering on my mind really is me starting my master's program um funny story I was supposed to start my master's program September 1st and something had went on because I'm using my tuition assistance through the army and you have to have like this account that I thought I had but I was still listed as a cadet but I'm not a cadet I'm just a regular army soldier now and I couldn't start my classes even though I really really wanted to y'all I was ready I was prepared and I couldn't start them but I also feel like that was a sign from God that that time was not the right time for me because I realized that my account is up and running now and I could like actually start the classes but I'm so nervous because I'm like I don't know like I've never been a person who's like done bad in school or like who was afraid of like you know just starting things but my master's program it really scares me because one I'm not this is not like a bachelor's this is like this is graduate level courses where I just feel like I'm not ready for it because of like what it requires the time that it like that these things have to be done and these are eight week courses like the graduate program that I'm in is eight week courses the final like graduate um requirement is 16 weeks which is fine but I have eight eight week courses which will fly by because I've taken eight week courses in batch in um in my bachelor's pro bachelor's program in college and that was eight week courses are intense because it's constantly something due every week and you really can't fuck up because you don't have as much time as you would in a 16 course class because you know you only got eight weeks you go in and I was looking at the syllabuses syllabus is that even a word (laughs) I was looking at the syllabus for these courses that I'm about to take because I have to take five classes per fiscal year which is like an army term um and then the final because I'm trying to get my master's program done in two years y'all like I just I'm headstrong with getting it done in two years because in two years I'll be captain promotable and if I don't understand the army I would have already uh, like received my master's degree so I could get the fuck out and do whatever I want you know kind of milk the army in a way but um I just I don't know I just been like feeling nervous and because like I'm trying to get this done in two years it's impossible with the fiscal year because each fiscal year ends the end of September it starts October 1st that's when the new fiscal year starts so October to September of the next following year is the fiscal year I have to get five classes done within that time frame within 11 months which is I, I can't say that it's impossible it's not but I also will have to do I also have to wait another fiscal year after two years in order to do the last graduate requirement which is 16 weeks and I was just kind of like stressed because at first 
the like advisor was saying that like I would have to um like he said something I I would have to pay out of pocket I'm like so I'm not paying out of pocket when I get TA every damn year like I'm not doing that and then he was like oh well then you'll have to you know wait till the next fiscal year I'm like that's fine as long as I get it for fucking for free like I'm not paying for a course that I can get for free if I just be patient and wait two three months but what scares me is like I told y'all like I've looked at the syllabus this stuff is like we talking about like pages pages of like papers due like um assignments it's just things that like I wasn't expecting and I'm so used to like undergraduate courses where like I had it under control I had time like I wasn't a full-time military like I wasn't full-time army so I'm just scared that I won't have the time that I think I'll have when I start these courses but I know if I don't start I'll never I'll never start if I'm sitting there scared and I had to really sit and weep in that like if I don't start now when am I going to start am I always going to be scared so I'm thinking about starting um, September, I mean, October 1st, which is in a week. And, you know, and then I'm also kind of nervous, too, because the master's program that I'm trying to get into that I've already got accepted into was the Homeland Security um, with the concentration in intelligence, which I could definitely use because I'm trying to work for one of those three letter agencies. Okay, FBI, DEA, NSA, one of them. And having a homeland security be perfect for that type of field, but I don't just I just don't know if it's really my passion, right? And I don't I don't want to get a degree in something that I'm only like I I don't know. Yes, it'll work well with the career path I'm trying to take because I'm not staying in the army long. I've already said this, but I also know that it's not a passion of mine. Like I've looked at the syllabus, I've looked at what homeland security with uh, concentration intelligence entails. And it's good things to know, especially if you want to work in those three-letter three letter agencies. But it definitely is not something that interests me much. And I think that's why I'm so scared that I'm not going to do as well in these courses. Because if something doesn't interest me, I'm not going to really put a lot of effort into it. I would say, like, because I was so interested in psychology and learning more about, like, my mind, how I was as a kid, you know, how we develop um, as just humans. It was something I was interested in, so I did well at it. But because I'm not interested in Homeland Security, really, I'm just doing it for the fact that I know it'll get me into a good career path for my future. That's what scares me. And I don't really know what I'm going to do because I don't know if I should change my degree plan to psychology because I knew that that was more of a future for me. And I've said that since I was in high school that that was more of a future for me. But I don't know because, you know, the money is at NSA, at those three-letter agencies. That's where the money is at, especially if I'm going in with a top-secret clearance and with Army experience. Like, that's where the money is going to be at, especially for my future. But it just scares me because I don't really – I don't know. I'm like – and I, like, make these plans up. I go on my notes and I, like, write down, you know, like, why? Why should I do this? Why should I not do that? What is this going to do for my future? What is it not? And – you know, it's just scaring me. I'm just scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. But I know that I need to go in with a plan because how I succeeded well in undergraduate years and like getting the deans every semester and stuff was I had a plan. I went in every semester with a plan of how I would succeed throughout the semester. I had a plan for when I would do this class's homework, when I would do that class's homework, when I would study for exams. And it's hard to it's hard to do that when I'm not a full-time student. I'm a full-time Army soldier. 
So I have to kind of like coexist. And then like, I'm also flustered myself because I want to get this desk and I want to get like my whole work, my whole work session set up in my apartment. And uh, I want so much, like I want so much. And it's just stressing me out because I just want so fucking much, like, oh, but yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about me starting my log journey, y'all. I've officially booked my appointment to start my log journey October 17th, okay? I'm getting micro locks, and I'm also getting, um, I'm actually getting, like, the instant ones. They're kind of not instant, though. So they're adding hair for length, I would say, because I just don't want to start off with a really, really short journey. I cut my hair, and plus my hair shrinks so much, and I just don't want to deal with the shrinkage. So... I'm paying them to add hair just for length, um, just so that I don't have to worry about, like, that short hair phase, I would say, in the lock journey. And I know some people will probably be like, she's cheating the journey. That's just how my journey is going to be. I don't know about you, but that's how my journey is going to be. And I'm excited for it because it's my money, my hair, my journey. And I'm excited, y'all. I really have contemplated this for two whole years. Two years of me saying I'm going to lock my hair was funny as I attempted to lock it myself twice. And it didn't work out because when I started and I didn't finish and I just started combing out the the rest of my hair because I was like, fuck it, I'm not finishing this. And two, because I just, for me, it didn't, it wasn't as tight. I wasn't making it as tight as it should have been. And yeah, that was really kind of my problem, but I've attempted it twice myself. I feel like if I would have had just a little bit more patience and a little bit more time, I would have probably already had my hair locked by now. Plus, the the company that I'm going to who's locking my hair it does a really good job at starting locks, and they're going to achieve the look that I want them to achieve because I had this certain image in my head of how I wanted my locks to look. And I'm just so excited, y'all, because, bro... I've been waiting forever. Like, I was scared, like, because I'm into, like, protective styles, like braids and stuff like that. But I also really wanted to lock my hair up because of the hair freedom it'll give me, especially being in the Army, out in the field, or, you know, can't really do my hair as much. I just got to get up and go kind of thing. And to have locks and just put them in a ponytail or something like that or in a bun or just let them hang out and just kind of feel free would definitely be a pro for me. Also, I just want that that feeling of like this is mine like my hair and I just want that like fullness kind of I would say and that's really why I'm going for it's not really instant lock because I'm doing a two strand twist but just that feeling of like I don't know like that that feeling of free in a way like I'm excited I'm super excited y'all I contemplated this for a long time like I should have been started it a while ago when I first got here but I was like nervous because I'm like bro I love my hair too much to see it be locked up, but I also, my hair takes forever to grow, and it'll grow, but it'll take, like, a year for it to, like, even achieve half of the length I want it to achieve, and it pisses me the fuck off, and that's one reason why I want locks, because I think that my hair will grow massively with locks, and I could just cut them out if I don't want them no more, and then I will have achieved the hair length that I want, so, yeah, um, the whole experience with like consultation and stuff was pretty cool. Um, the company that I'm going with is Braze at Speed. I don't know if anybody's ever seen them on Instagram, but they do a really good job at just uh, giving people the hair freedom that they want. And that's really one reason why I book with them. 
they are expensive as hell though i tell you that they are expensive as hell i can probably go to somebody cheaper who probably does around the same work but because of their reputation because of the work that i've seen them do i was like i'm gonna take a leap of faith and i'm gonna go for it i won't have to worry about paying this amount of money ever again for my hair because my locks would be my locks for however long i want them to be which i'm hoping that'll be forever but we'll see um the company that i went to Raised that speak. The consultation, everything was pretty cool. She was just asking me general questions like, "Why do I want to? Why do I want to lock my hair? You know, like what what makes me, like you know, want to make this decision to go forward with locks and stuff like that." And you know, I was just I was just straightforward with her. Like, I really want I really want hair freedom. Like, I genuinely want hair freedom. I really am tired of doing my hair. I'm tired. Like, I literally have to do my hair after I finish this episode because it's a fucking mess. Like, I don't know what the fuck went on with my hair. I did my hair the week that I was going to Alaska to see my boyfriend. I did it in, like, literally six to eight hours, I think, of me doing my hair. I stayed up to, like, 3 o'clock doing my hair. And I did box braids. I mean, knotless braids. And I always do my knotless braids pretty fast. I never have a problem with them. But these ones frizzed up so fast. And I just can't understand why. Because it's not like I went swimming or something. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know if I was sweating more than usual. But my roots are done the fuck up. They look horrible. And I just hate walking around with my hair just terrible. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I think maybe the parts that I did were maybe too big. And a lot of my hair is just out. Like, literally, like, out of the part. And I just can't understand how my hair got so bad in two weeks. It's literally only been two weeks. And I just don't know if I want to completely take my hair out and just, like, you know, put it in a ponytail or something like that and just, you know, have it hang out for a little bit just until I get my locks or should I just braid it up again, like refresh the braids that look horrible and then just wear it up. And this is one reason why I really want the locks because like just not having to worry about shit like this on the weekend, like I have to sit here and rebraid my hair, which I really don't fucking feel like I want to sit and I don't know, do something else in my life and I have to sit here and braid my hair. So I'm excited. Also, I'm starting off with the length. 12 to 14 inches so I'm kind of already giving myself that length that I want and I'm happy as hell because I just can't wait like the videos that I've seen y'all like just just that feeling of like bro this is my hair this shit's beautiful like just to embark on such a beautiful journey and my dad had locks for all his life he just cut he cut his locks when I was like I want to say 12 13 yeah maybe like 10 11 but he had locks for a while, and my great my grandma, my dad's mom got locks. I'm about to get locks, and what's funny is we all look like like my dad looks like my grandma, and everybody says that I look exactly like my dad. So it's kind of like I'm carrying on this like little mini tradition that like my family has, but they don't really know that they have it. But it's definitely like a generational thing. Um, but yeah, that's really all I had to say about my locks. Um, it also is gonna boost my confidence, bro. Like. I've always, I don't know about anybody else, and I'm kind of being very transparent here, but I've always been insecure about my hair, and it's always been because my sister, my twin, had always had the fuller hair. Like, I had hair, but it wasn't as full as my sister. So everybody be like, oh, Naisha got all this hair. And, you know, and it kind of made me feel some type of way because it's like, damn, I got hair too. Just because my hair ain't as thick as hers don't mean I don't got hair. Like, it used to just kind of, like, make me feel mad and insecure about myself because it's like, well, damn, am I that bald head or something like that? Like, I don't know. I'm really not that bald head, but... 
because my sister had such thicker hair, she was always seen as the person who had better hair. And it's just like, yeah, she's still to this day, my sister got hair. My hair, my sister's hair is long as fuck and it's thick as hell. And in society these days, that's hair. Like people who have finer hair, because I have like 4A hair where my hair is very, very fine. Like when I wet it and stuff, it'll thicken up, right? But as soon as I go and I flat, I flat iron it or I blow dry it, it's thin. It turns into fucking brittle like not to say it like that but it definitely is thin compared to my sister's where she washes it it's very nice she blow dries it it stays thick like her hair stays thick throughout never had a problem with her length and for me my hair just takes forever to grow it really doesn't have that fullness that I'm looking for and I think that's like what pisses me off because like bro I flat on my hair before me and my sister went to the same hairstylist one time and she got her hair dyed I got my hair dyed and her hair looks so pretty and I just felt mad and secure because I'm like bro like I I asked her like am I bullheaded or something she's like no my you're not bullheaded like it's just because my hair is not as thick as hers and you know for the longest I kind of felt insecure about that but getting locks is definitely going to boost my confidence in a way because I'll have that length that I want I'll have that fullness that I want you know and it'll be kind of my journey of my hair without having to feel insecure like it'll definitely definitely boost my, boost my confidence and like, I don't know why I always put my hair in, like, two-strand twists, and they always come out so cute, and I always be like, I wonder what my hair look like locked, because, I don't know, I just always love, like, that two-strand twist look or that messy kind of, like, curly hair look thing, and I feel like locks would definitely give that to me, but, yeah, I've been, I've been going on a rant about locks for a minute. So, the last thing I really wanted to touch on was work, really, and it was just about, like, I've been seeing so many people promote, like, get higher ranks and stuff like that and I don't know I just be like well damn when is it my time like I kind of feel like I'm rushing the process when I sh I know I shouldn't because I have to I have to wait 18 months anyway before I promote and my time is coming I promote in November November I think November 1st is when I promote or November 15th one of the two and I don't know I just been like well damn like when is it my turn like I get excited when I see people elevate and then I'm like well damn when is it my turn but I know I need to stop rushing the process when it comes to things like that because I know it's not my time and I got to give somebody else time to shine you know but I'm just kind of like in a way I like to be seen in a positive way a lot and when I'm not I kind of feel away I'm like well damn am I doing what I'm supposed to do like I don't know why I'm that way but I've always been that way where I just got to be seen in, in a, a good way and I kind of like rush things that I know I shouldn't like being promoted when I know I had to wait 18 months anyway but I'll be promoted to first lieutenant soon and I'm kind of happy because one it's a pay raise even though it's a few hundred dollars and two just to be able to not be a gold bar no more feel great because we are like the privates of the officer world like it kills me when like I hear my family and stuff be like oh well, she's a second lieutenant first of all if you knew if only you the fuck knew what second lieutenants go through and what we actually, what our rank actually means, you would not be sitting there that proud of me, okay? Like, I understand it's, it's a good thing. I'm an Army officer, which is a great thing. I took the chance to go be an Army officer. But, baby, we are the privates of the, of the officer world. We literally are. They do not, a lot of people do not respect officers. A lot of people see officers as, like, what the fuck are you? Like, why the fuck are you here? And... I just can't wait to not be in that category anymore, to not be seen as that person anymore because uh, I'm tired of it. It's it's kind of annoying in a way, too, like, when I see, and this is no shade towards anybody, but when I see, like, sergeants and stuff like that, like, they are 
according to army regulations they you are to salute to a, a army officer if you're enlisted no matter the rank well it, yeah it does i don't know yeah the ranks matter but um it doesn't matter what rank you are you're supposed to salute to army officer even if they're a fucking second lieutenant first lieutenant captain it doesn't matter and i always see a lot of sergeants who just they really don't have no type of respect like if i was a sergeant and i seen a first lieutenant i'm saluting the fuck they earned that rank period like some people think that second lieutenants just got the rank like like we didn't have to go through requirements in order to get the rank which is true because you have some schools who just push people forward because it for, for numbers and certain people really just don't deserve to be a fucking second lieutenant but there is some people who worked hard for their rank i was fucking distinguished military graduate i graduated top 10 percent of my fucking class okay like I hate when I see people not respect the fact that I've earned my rank. You earned your sergeant rank. I earned my second lieutenant rank. So you should be respectful and salute me. I hate that. That pisses me off. And sometimes I just avoid them or I try to act like I don't see them so that they don't have to salute me. But other times, just like out of respect, that's just something you should want to do. Like, I love when I see a sergeant be like, ma'am, because it's like, well, damn, at least you acknowledge that, you know, I am a ma'am. I am an officer. I earned the rank, even though I am only a second lieutenant. That shit, that really irritates my skin. Like, a lot in the army, army world irritates my skin. Like, for one, I love the, I serve and I protect, okay? Who I? But waking up every day at 6, I got to wake up at 4.50 every day because I have, I live 45 minutes away from work. So, I got to leave earlier to get to work on time, which is clearly my fault. I shouldn't be doing that. But what pisses me off is that why why is that a requirement that we have to be up at 6:30 to do physical fitness that could be done in the afternoon? I never understood it. I never under, I'm not and I'm not talking bad about my country. I'm not talking bad about who, the, whoever created the army regulations. But what I just don't understand is why is that a thing? I'd be so tired, y'all. I got to wake up early as hell every single day and I really go to sleep at like 8:39 o'clock every night and I still wake up tired as hell still wake up tired and I'm just confused because I'm like bro I'm getting at least six hours of sleep yeah eight yeah I'm getting like eight sorry I just had to do the math I'm getting like six to seven hours of sleep y'all and I still wake up groggy I still wake up tired and I just can't understand why because I go to sleep early enough I feel like I do it really it really gets on my nerves but yeah, that's, that's just been some, some things that's been on my mind lately throughout the week. I know this stuff seems very random because I was supposed to be telling a story this week and I'm not. But I've been talking y'all head off for the last 43 minutes. So I'm out of here. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review, all that, all that, all that. I'm out of here. Bye.